Hello, loves. Happy National Podcast Day. Um, And welcome to this episode of Between Ascension. (laughs) I currently have my cat, Luna, on my chest, purring. I don't know if you guys can hear it. (laughs) But she definitely wants some attention right now, which is really cute. But we're going to talk about something really really important on today's podcast and that is love um the reason why i chose this as a topic for this week um is because we do need to talk about love as an energy as a concept um as an experience in our lives and how that gets highlighted now through libra season and how we enjoy partake um and also get traumatized from love uh in its different levels of experience so with libra being ruled by the planet of venus venus being the planet of love pleasure money when we think about venus we have to understand that venus lives through love above all things pleasure is fueled through love so when you're looking at your natal chart for example you're looking at your venus sign you have to understand that yes venus rules love money and pleasure but you find your pleasure and your money um and the connection to that from love itself at its core it is love first um and so if you love to enjoy, you are then connecting it to pleasure. If you love to um, spend your money, if you love to buy things, then you are connecting that love to that pleasure. The pleasure is something that it falls between in, in her rulership, but ultimately is something that is a, it's the main component to the equation of how, how Venus navigates. Love is the first thing. You must love what you're doing, who you're with, what you're experiencing, what you're buying in order for you to get the pleasure. And sometimes you're going to have to love the thing, spend money on it, and then receive the pleasure from having it. But first and foremost, you have to have love as the core foundation of the thing itself and so when we look at love and we look at libra and venus has in many ways two daughters is how i like to see it taurus and libra um currently venus is in leo which quite frankly loves to be in um leo i always see as a very kind of not distant cousin but almost an adopted cousin to taurus and libra because of how leo moves Leo is a very um, loving sign. It loves, it puts literally everything and wears their hearts on their sleeves. They're very bold about their love and they enjoy giving their love. And the sun plays a huge role in that because they like to be in the forefront with their love. Um, And that's how they show their love. That's how they find their pleasure. Um, And so Venus relates to that so much because it's like, oh my God, here's a sign that just loves to love and loves to shine in the love and loves to share and give so openly this love to others 
this is amazing. This is exactly what I love to do. So Venus actually really, really loves being in Leo. And um, you will find that when Venus is in Leo as well, um, relationships um, are a little bit more... I would say bolder, sassier, in your face. You might feel a little bit more affectionate. You might feel more um, wanting to be with your partner or wanting a partner or wanting people to look at you, um, quite frankly. Um, And if that's how you find your pleasure, then that's what you love. Um, So it's really, really beautiful right now, the way the planets are kind of moving through because the sun being in Libra, and then having Venus and Leo really kind of amplifies um, Venus's energy in a very bold way because the sun in Libra is going to really amplify and bring in that light into Libra energy. And it's interesting that um, first and foremost, of course, Libra rules partnerships and relationships and marriage um, and the longer term of things. I mean, if you look at Taurus, it rules um food and rules uh, like your possessions this is why the second house is the house of possessions money um and again that connects to venus itself because venus also is the planet of money and finances in that way and that's why taurus is a huge financial sign um and venus says you will find pleasure in the things that you have that's why you have them well that's why you call them yours um, so Taurus, they tend a lot of a lot, not a lot of Tauruses, but a good amount of Tauruses tend to be a little bit of hoarders here and there. Like depending on how well they use their energy, they tend to move from a place where they like to keep and hold on to the things that they love, and this is why they have that hoarder reputation. Um, some of them like to really buy a lot of sneakers. Some of them are really into fashion, so their closet is always expanding. Um, it really depends on what it is. <laughs> it could be cats, it could be something else, but it they have an act of keeping and holding on to a lot of the things that they love, and that comes from that Venus energy and because they're a fixed sign. Um, with Libra, Libra is a very interesting sign because while it also rules like partnership and marriage and these longer-lasting connections, um, Libra also rules justice. It also rules fairness. Um, And it brings a whole different side of Venus that people kind of tend to brush over. Um, And this is also a really kind of good way to tell when you're you're dealing with like a little bit of a toxic Libra on your hands is when they're not capable of, uh, they only use one component of their Venusian energy, which would be the beauty and the and the lust and the love and all of that. But they use the justice element to just be selfish. I know a few Libras, that I, a good amount of Libras that actually do this, where they kind of turn and manipulate others um, into basically turning the justice upon themselves. They'll, they'll make the argument... Um, so they, they know how to gaslight enough to kind of make the argument, make people believe in their side and that they should have more than what they're giving or more than what's going on in the situation. And so a good way to know that if you have a very healthy Libra in your life is when they are capable of being honest and saying when they're wrong as well, not just trying to completely change the narrative in order to make themselves still 
come and look like the good person in the situation especially if something negative or something like that has happened um a healthy libra will be honest will be bold will say the opinion their opinions um without problem because they're still an air sign their mouth is very can be very sassy they can be very sassy people okay um but they are very bold they are very caring and if they care about you they will show you they will show you and they will tell you like hey you know what i don't like the way that person spoke to you i think they're trying to use you they're not trying to be fair healthy libras will always try to look for the justice in the thing that's why in tarot they are the justice card they are that balance the scales there's a reason why they are the scales um you don't see their their symbol being the heart that's not what they are they're the scales um and the scales represent so much because it in partnerships and in love and in marriage you're putting one person in one scale one person on the other and you're saying hey you balance me out I would love to be with you, spend my life with you, whatever. Um, however you you see your um, or experience your love or your connections with others. I would like to experience my relationship with you in this way. You are the person that balances me out. That's what those scales really represent and truly represent. But because they are scales, obviously other things get put in there all the time. So if someone you can tell when you have that healthy libra energy when that libra is able to say hey you know what this wasn't fair hey this is unjust hey i don't like the way that you spoke to me today that that didn't make me feel good if i felt very demeaned or i felt very frustrated i felt like you weren't trying to listen to me this is how i felt um and so you when you have those scales present it applies not only to relationships but in a romantic way, but also our relationships to every single thing else. That includes our relationships with our enemies, um, because the seventh house, which is the house that Libra rules, the house of partnerships and marriage, is also the house of enemies. Um, and how your enemy and who you perceive to be your enemy balances you out, how you relate to them, the energy you send to them, um, understanding what they're sending to you, and those scales. Understand that every single relationship that you have navigates through that seventh house and that includes your relationship and how you feel about like the government or your friends or even some of your family members it really depends on how you um, are balanced through them and how they help or hinder your ability to um, improve and grow within yourself so love can be a very complicated thing to navigate as we just kind of discuss some of the topics around it and that's because libra is not just about one thing um and as much as people would love to kind of put libra in a box it cannot be it is a cardinal sign it is a very powerful sign um and it brings the element of justice right after virgo and if you go through just as in tarot the um, fool's journey starting with the number zero the fool's journey goes through the whole journey through the major arcana in astrology you start off with aries so aries goes through the journey of each sign um and evolves through each sign and integrates new important values through each and every sign and aries finds that in 
at a point you do have to have fairness you have to have justice and you have to have balance um in every way and so when we look at balance um in our lives this balance is a very important factor of who we are how we live our lives why we do the things we do and why we try to achieve different things okay balance is at the forefront of a lot of things we always think that if we can buy this car or get this house or get or you know uh, get that partner or get married by a certain time we will be balanced and we will have you know our lives would be made better to some capacity our lives would be improved that is a venus mentality because again it goes back to that pleasure it goes back to that love you have to enjoy what it is that you have at the end of the day in order for you to love it and so when you look at love and how it kind of completely navigates through our lives through how we experience um pretty much everything um including our friends including the things that we do the things that we love to watch the things that we love to listen to a lot of the things that you will find a lot of pleasure in you can find in your birth chart um you can see where your energy is focused in where the planets are hitting where venus is and what you will find your pleasure in what you will enjoy um the most and enjoy partaking in the most um and enjoy kind of dealing with the most and so venus plays a really really powerful role but a lot of the time people make venus energy very seem like very submissive even though it is very very powerful um because love it is a very powerful powerful thing there are people who love um to be to have control over others um and there are people who love being controlled um and they find their pleasure that way and so you have to understand the complexities of love and how it might not make sense to you why that it that um defines love for someone else but it's still love nonetheless and the way that venus moves through everybody's chart is different um so when we look at love in our lives it's really important to look at our natal chart i say this all the time on my youtube it's really really important to look at our natal chart and to pay attention to how venus is moving through especially if you're trying to bring something new into your life if you're trying to add something new into your life especially something that will bring you pleasure um because that's ultimately where you're going to get for it if you're trying to manifest a house if you're trying to manifest a job it that again money brings you pleasure because with that money you can do things that you also want to do you can be financially stable and that feeling is something that you would that you love um or you can finally have enough to pay for everything that you actually want all of those things mentally stimulate us and connect to that um pleasure to that love energy and so for everybody love looks very different and it's also why it's important especially when we're looking at love with partnerships to look at the synergy chart because the synergy chart is going to show you how you connect with others in every way because you're comparing 
your chart to their chart and you're seeing how it aligns, where you're triggering each other, how all of your um, planets are aligning, what's triggering who and what and what house is getting triggered, like everything. You're able to really, really see how you're going to relate, where you're going to have issues, where you're going to have opportunities, where you're going to have um really really good luck and um where you're going to be able to work really well together um synergy charts are really really good to kind of take the load off in you understanding a lot of the nitty gritties aspects of our connections with other people which i think that through life i do feel like especially you know, being born in, in the these times, the way we relate to each other can be very complicated. It can be very elusive. It can be very mysterious. Um, and a lot of people, it, it, growing up and trying to connect with other people, having crushes on other people, having friends with other people, um, it can be difficult or challenging to kind of figure out how to relate and connect to other people. Um, and how to ex- ex- experience those connections with other people in a healthy way, in a positive way, in a non-hurtful way. Um, love at a very young age, especially as you're growing up when you're very, very young, um, when you're going through your teens, it's it can be a very sensitive time because you're trying to still define how to get your pleasure how you what how to go after what you enjoy how how to make sure that it's okay that what you need and what you want is not bad um that you're not making it like you're not you know trying to harm other people while having any opinions or any feelings towards others that is just it's a sensitive point um when we feel love or when we want pleasure and we want to connect to someone at a very young age. Um, and I feel like when we're young, it's definitely a little bit harder because nobody really teaches you about this, about the connection itself, about what we want from others, about what we need from others, and how to navigate that throughout our lives it seems like a very big mystery and love as you age tends to be something that we continue to discover within ourselves and this is where saturn starts playing a really big role when it comes to romance and relationships and partnerships and it's also why saturn um is also also loves being in libra (laughs) um and has such a huge um, influence and presence when it's in Libra because Saturn brings the energy of time and karma and in a way that it's not just it's not just to amplify venus energy as it is because venus is going to do what venus does but saturn brings the element of let's look at the past let's look at why you're imbalanced by your love energy let's look at your past lives let's look at what's going on what is 
What is blocking you from experiencing pleasure? Why? Ex- what is blocking you from experiencing the balance um, that needs to take place between you and others, between you and your family, you and your your loved one, you and your friends, um, you and when you be- or what you believe, you and society. Where is the imbalance? What do you believe? What brings you pleasure? And where is it deep rooted that you are going? A, a kind of against what you believe love is or what you believe um, it should be or it should feel like or should be experienced as because I do feel like especially um, media wise as far as um, watching movies and even listening to songs and stuff like that I mean granted Pisces energy does a really great job at making a huge illusion and painting an illusion of love um and this is why venus loves being in pisces (laughs) okay venus loves 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 being in pisces venus is exalted in pisces loves lives for pisces energy and that is because pisces loves to paint a very beautiful romantic picture a very beautiful moment um a very it's it's it dives into the subconscious mind and it says the subconscious mind again you can stay you can daydream all you want that's pisces energy that's neptune energy um and when venus and neptune gets like triggered in that way together um you see a lot of this kind of beautiful energy and kind of deep diving into this beautiful mystical almost like you're dreaming about the person you're thinking about the person you're writing songs you're feeling inspired like it creates this like magical fairy tale movie (laughs) about it and so pisces tends to like be be the sign that works really really well um and the best with venus energy because it finds its pleasure deep in the subconscious mind deep in what we want to believe love is um deep in the uh, kind of the romance of it all not just like the um the the i want to say the realistic aspects because saturn at the end of the day wants you to look at it in a very realistic practical way like hey is this person's finances like are we good financially are we able to have a stable future together are we able to um support ourselves where do we want to like build together where where do do we want to have a house somewhere do we want to buy land do we want to move um do we want to like how is our foundation together how does that look like what do we need to do for each other like does this do they balance me out mentally spiritually like do i feel like i'm i'm lacking something or i i can I need something more like how am I what does the balance look like in the relationship itself so that's what Saturn's really gonna look at when it's in Libra um meanwhile while Venus is in Pisces it's really gonna fall in love with the you know romance movie version of what the connection is and even when you have that Venus and Pisces energy it will kind of romanticize a lot of the 
the things and emotions and even the pains that it went through it'll romanticize it um and i, I i've seen a lot of um charts that that happens a lot where the person could have been in a really toxic relationship and they still romanticize the way that it was and it was so great and oh my god and then it just kind of went bad and they it goes through like levels of of love it goes through levels of growth and understanding and saturn really comes out and says hey uh so about this partner that you have so let's have a conversation um so are you being treated well are you okay are you still do you still have feelings for this person do you still find your pleasure with this person do you still have this deep connection with them or do they make you happy um let's reevaluate let's go back to like your venus energy in the first place let's look at your love do you are you are you better off now than you were before do you feel like you are taken care of because again saturn first and foremost wants you to be taken care of a lot of people like to kind of shit on saturn for x y c and b because he tends to be a very hard hand astrologically speaking um saturn is and i've said this before is that father presence in astrology just as cancer is like that mother presence in astrology and cap and um cancer is that um with the moon saturn and capricorn are very very like serious um <laughs> and, uh and very focused and have that kind of harsher hand they can be very bold and direct and like what is wrong with you what are you doing like are you being serious how long do you think you can sustain this um how long can you entertain the this eat too there's been many times that personally speaking as a capricorn i have kind of had these moments connecting with others where i just i could have literally have just met the couple or whatever just hanging out it was a show it was a concert i don't know it was it was something and i just met a, a new couple i never met before through friends or something like that and this happens quite often and then i meet them and then i'll just turn around to my wife and i'll look at her and i'll be like oh that's not gonna last and i'll just know based on things that are being said the behavior the way that they they act around each other the way that they um kind of think about each other in moments like even simple things is like I, and i've seen this happen where like couples are like oh i ordered um her drink already because i know what she wants stuff like even like those kind of small things just knowing those kind of small things they show a lot about the relationship and my and it goes over a lot of people's head but me being so analytical <laughs> um having that gemini moon i pick up on a lot of information just from really small moments and so i'm able to really see through my like that capricorn lens that saturnian lens like hey okay this is not gonna last and then i'll hear like three months later they're not together anymore and something went down um and it that just is what it is um but ultimately you can tell when something is sustainable from looking at it through that again saturn in libra lens if you actually take a moment to see how it is in balance you can see how long lasting it is um 
because Saturn looks at Libra and says, okay, let's let's balance this out. Let's make sure everything's in alignment. Let's make sure that this is a really good fit. And this applies to anything. This applies to a house. This applies to how do you feel about your work, your job, your purpose. Like how long do you want to stay working at that job? How long do you want do you want to um, invest in giving or studying this? Do you want to continue to practice it? Is that is that the reason or are you just taking it to kind of finish school or how does that look like for you it's about it really connects to your passion it really connects to your love and at the end of the day it has to be something that you enjoy because libra is going to demand that venus that venus energy is going to creep in it's going to say hey do you love this though um do you enjoy this do you find pleasure from it do you are you are you having fun are you are you able to sustain this is this something that is going to feel you is, is this something that feels like you a lot of people love to say when they're in relationship um and this is something i say about my wife all the time i many times have called her my person because i do feel like she is my person i mean granted she is my soulmate as well but um i do feel like because we have that connection specifically that she is my person and when people say that like oh this person is my person like i feel like they're mine it signals that venus energy because again it goes back to that taurus energy of possession of holding on and to what it is that you love of maintaining and keeping your pleasure of saying hey this makes me feel good this is something that is is me it's not just about loving the thing it's about identifying as the thing as well that's why it's my person um i hope that made sense but it's a very powerful thing to be able to see yourself through somebody else and recognize them from afar or within your interactions with them and this is when it gets deeper into these soulmate situations and how soulmates occur how they um how, how their presence really takes an effect on our lives and this is when we're going to start talking about intensity okay and i'm only going to cover this um in a small part because i did do a workshop on the patreon for on soulmates specifically specifically covering soulmates and their energy but soulmate energy is very very intense it naturally naturally is you're naturally gravitated towards this person without like understanding <laughs> like it's like you don't know how you're connected but you know it's there like you feel that it's there and it's a very intense bold um connection and it feels like uh, it's so hard to describe because the intensity itself it's something that it's almost like your chest it's screaming <laughs> like a lot of the time that's how i i have uh found it to be especially having met three of my soulmates having calls three of my soulmates in this lifetime um it, it literally felt like my chest was screaming almost like as if i already recognized it recognized them but i personally could not connect to where and that's because in during those times i did not have the akashic records open so i could not uh, you know confirm and say hey so what is my relationship with this person why do i feel this intensity <laughs> please answer the question um 
and so I couldn't, you know, I didn't have the access to the Akashic Records that I do, that, that I have now. And so I couldn't, you know, do that deeper work into understanding um, my connections. Um, but it was not hard to figure out because the intensity is a lot stronger than anything else. Um, and so when we navigate soulmate connections, the point of that venus energy transforms a little bit it does um and the reason why it's because it goes from love and pleasure and enjoyment and this is me this is what i love this person i can see myself through this person i just i just enjoy this so much there's just so much love so much enjoyment through this it goes from that to why do I feel so intensely magnetized? Like there's something there that I can't almost fully describe, but it's there and I know they feel it too and all this stuff. Like it literally goes deeper into some Pluto energy because that's really what it is. Um, Pluto ruling death um, transformation. And if you look at what soulmates are, they are partners and connections that transform through death um through different lifetimes so it is completely in the unconscious mind to you okay to you is an un unconscious state because you are not aware of why the connection is so intense but it lies in death itself and a lot of the time saturn takes a big role in the way that we navigate our soulmate connections because saturn rules karma so if he sees that you are you know you maybe you didn't learn your lesson in something maybe you you know you you got a little hard-headed you have you've been kind of really pushing hard through your life you've been a little bit stubborn maybe you've been kind of not trying to let go of some um negative habits or maybe you're just you think you know yourself or you you know you, you kind of are in this place of kind of almost it's the ego of the thing it's like the leo of the thing it's almost it can be the aries of the thing too because aries is exalted um in the sun is exalted in aries um and so it's definitely deep very deep in the ego of the thing and saturn looks at you and says you know what you need to learn something new you need to integrate something new there's something you need to learn and you're not gonna learn this unless you go through this now so you meet this person which by the way not all soulmates need needeth be a romantic situation to any capacity you can have a soulmate that is your parent you can have a soulmate that is your sister um you can have a soulmate that is a friend um you can have um a soulmate that is a pet too <laughs> um it can appear in many ways and the reason for that is and you can literally people will be like yo you're like in love with your pet or you're in love with your cat or you're in love with your dog or something like that and it's like you don't understand because you don't have that connection to <laughs> like you would not never understand the intensity and it doesn't is not about it being sexual either a lot of the soulmate energy that gets triggered sexually deals with either a sexual trauma or, or sexual regression um or it deals with some issues in this current lifetime about how they express their sexuality which again is tied to that pluto scorpio energy um through that death and transformation phase and so saturn says okay so mm, 
you're not going to learn this lesson any other way. So I'm going to just send you this person and let's see how you navigate through this. And boom, you, you meet this person and you feel the intensity. You recognize, it's like soul meets soul, like you recognize um, that this is not necessarily somebody that's your person, but somebody that feels like your person because they feel familiar. Um, so in that regard, they feel like your person. Um, they don't have to be your person. They don't have to stay your person in this lifetime. You could have soulmates that um, specifically you had in the past that you maybe you had, you're married, you had kids or whatever the hell, you just had a whole full-blown relationship with them. And in this lifetime, that's not who they're called to be. That's not um, what they're called to do. And that can be a little bit frustrating to navigate through because you still have that connection of growth, fertility, marriage, and, you know, having those kids, having that longer time invested in that past life that it just it makes you want to almost continue it and you don't you don't really even fully understand why but you know that you want it um and that's when some of the uh, soulmate connections can go a little sideways um because if you're not really meant to be in this lifetime and a lot of the time you're not that's just the truth of the fact not every soulmate you meet is going to be the one um but we i feel like society itself um and it's and a lot of it through the spiritual community we are a lot of people are very misinformed and think that oh you met your soulmate that's it this is it this is the one that's it, da, 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 wrap it up stop the whole thing wrap up the, the whole pizza party like it's done this is it let's go um and then there are others that like to kind of stay trapped in the dramaticness of that love. That also happens as well. And especially when it comes to soulmate connections, instead of understanding the lesson, because that's always what Saturn is trying to bring in, um, is Saturn, when he's triggering soulmate connections, is trying to teach you something through the embodiment of a person that you are connected to and trust to some capacity um and so he takes that connection deeper because you trust somebody it's almost like for example your parent and that's if you have a good relationship with your parent obviously but let's say you do um your mother for example you would trust your mother because that is your mother and you have that relationship with your mother. So since that is already established there, there's already that openness, that trust, um, that you can connect with your mother without it being like, oh, I don't wanna fully you know, disclose this, I don't know. Like, It's the same thing with the soulmate connection. You're able to kind of share more, open up more. Um, be a little bit more vulnerable than you have been in the past because you feel that the connection is so intense that it merits your complete honesty. And so it takes it down a deeper level of how you express yourself, how you open up to others and the lesson that you ultimately need to learn. Um, And some have a really hard time understanding and processing their lessons from soulmates and that's why they end up repeating it um 
throughout their lives until they actually integrate what the lesson is. Um, But ultimately, when it comes to soulmate connections, it's not about necessarily being caught up in the pain, but it's more about trying to understand and go through life with someone that like especially in those moments and experience something new in life with someone that you trust not from a place of foundation in this lifetime but a place of foundation in a different one um and understanding that your connection has outgrown time so just because you feel its intensity and you want to possibly keep it in this lifetime doesn't mean that you will um because it's not necessary for your own growth either and again that's something that you can see in your synergy chart because your birth chart reveals so many things um including how you will affect each other um during that time and what what they're teaching you ultimately um and why it's necessary and also very much how quickly they're going to actually stay in your life um so it's really important to not necessarily look at soulmate connections, to inflame connections, kindred spirits, and get lost in the sauce of the intensity of the thing. Because while love itself can be a very intense thing, ultimately, we, we fall in love and we connect in that way because it literally makes us feel so good to have those emotions to freely say oh my god you make me happy like you saying to someone else you make me happy you just said my pleasure comes from you you bring me pleasure again that's venusian energy that's venus energy and so no matter how intense it is because of course it can be intense i mean look at my venus and scorpios listen um no matter how how the how much the layers go um or how intense it is or how deep you want to take it it is really really important to recognize the power of love the layers of love the range of love because you can love something very mildly and you can love something very intensely um and how ultimately love is to be enjoyed it is one of the reasons why it is at in a place of one of the highest vibrations in the world love that emotion that feeling that moment um venus's help itself holds one of the highest vibrations in the world okay aside from gratitude <laughs> It holds one of the highest vibration and even in gratitude you are in love because when you're grateful you're so grateful you're so open you're so happy pleasure happy all of that connects together all of that comes together to be one full picture and while sometimes love can hurt and is ultimately again the traps of not learning the lessons not recognizing when you are imbalanced by someone else 
even though you care for them, you have to maintain the balance within your love. So when you're seeing the lack of balance within your relationships, within your pleasure, then something's off and that needs to be reevaluated until you are back again in pleasure, in love, in happiness, in joy, in lust, however you find your pleasure enjoying love. And this also goes to to show um, those people who find love pleasurable when it's painful. Um, And this is why love kind of has a range. It really does. There's people who find pleasure in being in pain by love. And one of the reasons why um, Venus thrives in Pisces is because if you look at love songs, not all love songs are happy love songs some love songs are very very painful people are putting their whole entire heart they're cutting it out of their heart and just putting it in a song and you can literally sit and listen to someone singing their complete heart out and you're like oh my god this is a love song all of that classifies as a love song it doesn't have to be a happy song however it is still a love song because they're expressing their pain and you would be surprised how many people find that pleasurable um because even when you listen to a love song that's necessarily like sad or just very moody or soulful or um it's just like a slow love song and i want you to think of your favorite slow love song and think about the lyrics think about the sounds think about the 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 instruments think about what what point in the song really moves you why it moves you why you love it so much and really try to think about why you find pleasure in what is being said a lot of the times i especially with music i love drums (laughs) this 1000 percent i know comes from my african side 1000 percent but ever since i was little i love i love drums i love the sound of drums i just love drums and i love the bass too i just love the bass um so i really really connect to those sounds but i also connect to different points in the voice that hit certain notes um and i don't know why but i I found some people's voices pleasurable as well there's some artists that are just pleasurable to my ears um and i really just enjoy and love their music and this is why i can say that um but even when it says like a sad song it they're able once you love their voice and you find pleasure through their what they sing you'll notice that while you're listening to them you'll also they'll be able to trigger certain parts of your own emotions and your own pleasure of how you are enjoying and listening to the song and that's a very powerful way to control somebody um through art and you know pisces is what pisces is um it is ultimately the truth hidden in an illusion um and so because art and creativity uh, it's a huge illusion of the truth and that's in actuality what it is is a huge illusion of the truth it is 
in Venus, Venus and Pisces, is love beautified, is love um, put into kind of almost like a uh, a platform where it's just seen, almost like a big screen. It's like kind of seeing love on a big screen. It's just, it's painted for you. It's shown to you. And this is why I say also that a lot of romance movies has a lot of influence on how kids grow up to see what love is because you're looking at all these romance movies you're thinking this is how your relationships is going to be this is how you meet your boyfriend your girlfriend and this you know this is how complicated it's going to be they're going to say something you're going to get to a fight and then it's just going to be a big deal like all of these things that we see how love is portrayed that's through the lens of pisces especially through art film music all of these lenses but we find a lot of our pleasure through these um, expressions of love. And it's really important to sit down with ourselves, especially during Libra season, sit down with ourselves and evaluate how we are in balance by our love, the things that we love. That includes food. <laughs> Venus loves food okay loves food there's a reason why Taurus loves to eat okay there's a reason um that's because Venus loves food <laughs> and so what are you overeating of why do you love to eat it so much um what are you um how are you treating your body how are you do you love treating your body do you love like self-care falls into this category self-love falls into this category as well do you find your self-love pleasurable do you find that to be something that you love to do you love to take yourself out you love to get your nails done you love to go out you love to go shopping you love to relax you love to breathe you love to listen to music while you're cleaning that could be like the one thing that you love to do while you are doing your like housely kind of duties type of thing what is it that you love to do? That's specifically the question for this week. Where do you find your balance through love, through that lens of Libra, of Venus energy? Are you imbalanced through love? What's going on in your life? Where do you see the imbalances? Um, and what can you do about it to make your own life be more pleasurable? ultimately how do you come out of libra season being in more pleasure than you were beforehand so that is this week's podcast i hope that you loves enjoyed it that you received the messages that you needed to receive from it as well um, i would just like to take a moment to thank the patreons for backing the podcast as well because they're always the ones who are pushing and um funding the podcast every single time so definitely shout out to the patreon um tigrahitana.com for more info as well and i will definitely see you guys next week for the next one i hope you enjoyed national podcast day and i hope you have a very beautiful beautiful libra season and a beautiful week have a good night